0: Good morning. It is Monday, July the 24th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call, beginning today with a prayer of consecration, beginning both today and this week. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead. Christ will shine on you Jesus I belong to you I lift up my heart to you I set my mind on you I fix my eyes on you I offer my body as a living sacrifice to you Jesus we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our text today, Romans chapter 15, verses 1 to 4. It's 15 this week, and 16 next week, and then Romans is done. It's not over, but it's done. Hear the word of the Lord. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak, and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors, for their good, to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us. So that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. Last week I shared with you one of the core convictions of life in the kingdom of Jesus. Our relationships are the mission. I repeat this frequently with the farm team at Seedbed, and soon I will be saying it all the time in the local church I serve as pastor. There is another saying we are fond of in our community. Awakening rides on the rails of friendship. If our relationships are the mission it makes sense that our primary work is in building these bonds as strong as we can. Relationships that are broken and in disrepair create barriers, not only for the flourishing of the church, but for the awakening of the unbelieving world. Though Paul's letters be filled with theological reflection and pastoral wisdom, we must remember his purpose in all of them was to build up the body of Christ. Much, if not most of the time, this meant dealing with the brokenness in their relationships. I marvel at these words of Paul in his letter to the church at Philippi. I plead with Euodia, And I plead with Synteki to be of the same mind in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel. Philippians 4, 2 and 3. How would you like to be Euodia and Synteki, Forever identified and called out as those two people who couldn't work out their conflict. We don't know why they were at odds or what it was about, but their unresolved conflict, small as it likely was in the scheme of things, is forever a conflict of biblical proportions. Why? Because it was becoming a hindrance to the mission of this first little church in all of Europe. If awakening rides on the rails of friendship, then a broken friendship can derail the whole train. And that's the point, isn't it? It's the small things. It's the unaddressed slight, the unspoken hurt, the passive-aggressive offense, and the untended hurt that leads to an unmended relationship each of us should please our neighbors for their good to build them up. Remember Paul's urgent exhortation to the little church in Ephesus? Make every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace, Ephesians 4.3. This is the whole reason Paul wrote this letter to the Romans. To try and rehabilitate their relationships, which were threatening to derail the awakening afoot in Rome. Could it be that the broken relationships in my life are creating a barrier to awakening in my community? Have you ever considered that the broken Unhealed and untended relationships in your life could do so much damage? Is it worth it to let them persist? This is not a word of condemnation, rather, it is a word of great hope. What if it could be that simple? Note, I didn't say easy. What if we began to mend the broken relationships in our communities? It would definitely be of first fruits of awakening in our midst. The prayer. Abba Father, we knew our relationships mattered to you, but we never really knew how much was riding on them. We are the body of Christ. Forgive us for thinking of it as a mere metaphor. We are actually part of each other. So, is it any wonder when our bonds with each other are broken, the whole body suffers? Holy Spirit, awaken us to the gravity of this reality, not in condemnation, but with fresh hope that our relationships, mended and ever mending, could lead to awakening in others, not to mention renewed love and joy in our own lives. We are willing. I am willing. Show me the next small step. Praying in Jesus' name, amen. The question, do you have a Holy Spirit story about a broken relationship now mending or mended? Are there broken relationships in your family, in your church, with people outside of the church you long to see healed and mended? Will you begin to bring these before Jesus? And for our hymn today, we're going to sing the old hymn, "Blessed Be the Tie That Binds." It's number four oh five in our Seedbed Hymnal, "Our Great Redeemer's Praise." We're going to sing it in a spirit of both repentance and hope. There's six verses, short, short song, but six verses. We'll sing them all. Number four hundred and five.
1: Blessed be the tie that binds our hearts in Christian love. The fellowship of kindred minds is like to that above. Before our Father's throne, we pour our ardent prayers. Our fears, our hopes, our aims, our won, our comforts and our cares. We share each other's woes, our mutual burdens bear and often for each other flows the sympathizing tear when we asunder part it gives us inward pain But we shall still be joined in heart and hope to meet again. This glorious hope revives our courage by the way. While each in expectation lives and longs to see the day. From sorrow, toil, and pain, and sin we shall be free. And perfect love and friendship reign through all eternity.
0: Amen. Those are really, really good words. And they really get at what what we're trying to get at this week. Romans 15. i have got some pretty pretty big uh, entries coming your way this week. They may feel a little, well, I don't know. I'm not going to say they're going to feel a little longer. They are a little longer. They're probably going to feel even shorter. How about that? But let's, it's just not something you hear much about in the church. We're all so focused on ourselves, our own individual lives, our own sort of personal relationship with Jesus. And of course, that's important. That's good. We don't really have much if we don't have a real relationship with Jesus. But the real question is how real can our relationship with Jesus be by ourselves? That's the real question. It doesn't even occur to us as Americans to to go there. We're going there this week. I'm going to be challenging you. You know, I'm bringing the challenge all the time. It starts with me challenging myself, though. Well, let's call that a morning. We got to get out there in the world of people now and sow the seeds of awakening, which are the seeds of the love of God. So get them together. I'll get mine. I'll be looking for you on the field. Let's encourage people today. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.
1: We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.